This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Mitch, Matthew Bird, Bradley. Hello. No Sarah today. She's on on assignment. I think Sarah's on a break. She was working really hard for that trial. She's on a sabbatical. Yeah. She's done without (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) This is a throwback episode, just the boys. Yeah. Um, So it'll be, you know, that much less interesting. I I will. I I will. like Sarah. I will miss Sarah. You know, I, I think I think the podcast has grown. She's a lot. not dead. She's coming back. No, I think, <laughs> I think the podcast has grown a lot having a female voice. Oh yeah, yeah, there's no question. And, and, you know, We're better with it than without. You know, even if she doesn't really talk as much as me because I'm a mouth, but you know, sometimes she'll give me that side eye look, and I know to shut up. <laughs> no, she adds a lot. Yeah, I I will say in her stead, I will make the grunts that she <laughs> okay. normally makes at sexism or stupid things well and Mm. and (laughs) it's like i said when when she first officially joined the pod she'd already been like a behind the scenes member for over a year you know because she's been in our this is silly chat and she's helped you know develop our opinions and and added to them it's like okay we should just quit stealing her ideas and let, let her talk on the mic um but we will miss her tonight you're mansplaining i am Sometimes you I are do. mansplaining right now. Sometimes I do. So, yeah. hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a few things to talk about since our last episode. Um, the last episode we had, uh, Caleb joined us at Schlafly. Made a huge announcement. He made a huge announcement. And I want to mention that huge announcement. Um, next Tuesday is the official date where the supporter section tickets go on sale. Um, $391. If you've already put down your $50 deposit, that gets taken off the top. And uh, we should be getting emails, I would assume Monday, letting us know when our window is. Yep. Uh, I asked Caleb that the other day, Uh, Monday. All the days blend together anyway. But I asked him that the other day, and he said, yeah, the the hope is to get it out Friday or Monday. So So you'll know when your window is. Again, they're doing windows by when you got your deposit in. but yeah, I'm by Tuesday. I'm expecting to see some uh, badges in the new city app. Yeah, no kidding. Saying uh, official season ticket holder. Yeah, and uh, I want to mention that so there's one thing you have to do before that. You, you got an email last week or the week before with the SeatGeek link. You need to link your SeatGeek account, or if you don't have a SeatGeek account, create one, and then link it to your city account because. All the ticket sales are going through SeatGeek, and that's, I don't think it's MLS nationwide, but it's MLS, a lot of teams have a SeatGeek partnership. I got mine on September 23rd. Okay. So so. as a point of reference, if you don't remember seeing it, search your email for September 23rd. And I will, in the next couple of days, I'll retweet that information so you know, but you want to have your SeatGeek account linked to your city account so when it's time to go, everything's set and easy to do. Clickety-click. Yep. Also, the general general reserve people starting to get phone calls from, I think her name is Chastity, uh, Chastity Thomas, I believe, and uh, you know she's she's you know get ready because your your yeah. your window's coming up at the end of uh, at the beginning of the year next year. So yeah, so and I know some of you are still trying to decide: are you going to get seats or are you going to get supporter section? Um, I did put a little article on the website about the supporter section to answer some of your questions if you don't know. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a little iffy because we don't know exactly how much the, uh, reserve general reserve seats are going to be, but I figure at least $10 a seat more than the supporter section. I would guess just so. as a, an estimate. And cause that, that's kind of in line with what we've seen from other right. teams is that it's around like there'll be some that more expensive, maybe there 15 might, or 20 in other yeah. sections. Some will be different, but that seems to be the general scale that we've seen. If you want to budget just to be safe. That's what I would look at for the general reserve. So coming up Tuesday, you'll be able to get your season tickets in the supporter section. So, and if you, if you put down a deposit earlier, 
like way back when we did deposits. I mean, it's been a while now and you may be put down for general reserve, but you've since changed your mind and you want club, please reach out to Caleb at, uh, at city. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook, but you know, we can also get you his email address. Um, if you have any questions, you can just send him an email and say, Hey, I signed up for general reserve, but I really think I want to be in the supporter section. He might be able to move your, your window over. So when do you when you and Sarah put it all out on social media to Ryan people? Let's put Caleb's email yep. in there. That's we'll a good that. idea. Okay, I'm the idea person. You're very smart. Um, so supporter section tickets on sale Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Um, but before Tuesday comes around, we've got a couple of big events this weekend. So let's start there. It's pizza day. It's pizza day. Oh wait, no. Well, I mean, you could have a pizza. I don't care. I plan on it. So we'll start with. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. The Thieves. The Thieves have an event, and this is where Sarah would take over, so we'll imagine this is Sarah telling you. Yes. Is that all of the great donations that people have made through the Amazon wish list to send items for the housing displaced, is that the term? Unhoused. Unhoused, that's what it was. Unhoused. I couldn't remember. To all the unhoused, all the things, and and Sarah's house is full of stuff. It's yes. amazing to see, you know, uh, sleeping bags and food and all sorts of necessities that people have when they're unhoused. Uh, we are we are going to meet at Schlafly the downtown, the tap room, and we are going to be sorting that into essentially go bags for the unhoused to be able to be passed out. Um, if you have bought a thieves shirt, sweatshirt, anything like that, this is your chance to earn wearing that shirt. Um, Sarah would not say it as bluntly as I will because she's a whole lot nicer than I am. But if you're just wearing it and not participating, that's bullshit. So if you bought the thieves stuff, this is a great opportunity for you to earn your stripes. Yeah, we're going to get together at Schlafly. We're going to pack those bags and then Sometime after that, which, by the way, you can drink a beer at Schlafly while you're packing bags. I highly recommend it. I, I will be. Um, then we're going to go out and hand out those bags. Now, I know Sarah and Nancy and Jake are working on that, so I don't know exactly where we're going to be going or, or how many people we're going to need for that part of it. But at least show up to help us pack the bags. And if you got the email and the sign-up, it did say if you have a box cutter, bring it. And wear comfy clothes because, you know, we're going to be standing and working and bending and all that good stuff. So. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. So then from there, I recommend that you go to another event. Yeah. Our good friend, Mark Register, father of Otis and Paisley, is his art is going to be... Husband to April. Well, yeah. But I think more she's the, the important one in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes April... Well, he's an artist, so... April... Paisley and Otis are probably neck and neck. Yeah, and then depending Mark. on the day. Oh, wait, the dog's ahead of Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for certain. Um, but yeah, but uh, I don't remember where it's at because I'm stupid. It's at 31 Gallery. 31 Gallery. And it's on Hampton. On Hampton. So not too far away from Schlafly, really. It's kind of just a little hop, skip, and a jump from there. Go support our friend Mark. See his amazing art because it really is fantastic. And it's not just Mark. It's other artists. but the We only care about Mark. <laughs> the theme is punk rock art and uh mark is really um really enthusiastic about this show because this gallery is really artist friendly like they're not taking a cut from the from the sale of anything um it's a lot of accessible art um just come by just say hi to mark and i'm going to go in full kit <laughs> i want everybody who's on their way to the party just to go in and look like an asshole and just say you're friends with Mark. And they'll know. And people they'll, will know. Yeah. First of all, most people won't notice because they're, they're artists. Yeah. They all dress funky. I think that when there's a whole bunch of people, yeah. there, then they'll notice. So. They'll be like, why are you all dressed like this? Yeah. And you'll say, oh, I'm a friend of Mark's. Exactly. Yeah. Don't mention the party. Just. <laughs> no, I'm a friend of Mark's. Yeah. This is what I was wearing today. Speaking <laughs> of Mark's, Mark Gardner, if you're electric. <laughs> 314-814-894-3897. And if you need electrical work, dress up in a full kit and then call my friend Mark. You know what? I might go as full kit Mark Gardner wanker. You could do that. I got jeans. I'll put a like a your electric sticker on a polo shirt. Yeah. I'll uh drive my kids around to a hundred soccer games. Yeah. I could be full kit Mark Gardner. So it's Mark Register and Mark Gardner. Yes. yes. It'll both, be a day of marks. Both, both, both kinds. kinds. <laughs> 
both kinds of marks will be featured on Saturday. Three, 314-4-3897. Okay. Then after we go see my buddy Mark Register, we're going to go see another friend of ours, Libby Kreider and Steve Kreider. Oh, we're, we're being told to look at the screen during the USA oh, game. Ooh. He was off. He was off to the races. Yeah, he, he was. was. Anyway, we know that makes the first rolling pod. Um, we're going to the second shift, and we're going to have our... Usually we do one game a year where we do the full kit wanker theme, and if you don't know what that is, it's just grown adults wearing a full soccer uniform to a Socks, game. Socks, shorts. Like they may get called in at any moment. Shin pads, captain's yeah. armbands. Whatever you can do, headbands. Liniment oil on the chest, the <laughs> yeah. whole shebang. Make sure you do the uh, cross with the gold chain before you go into second shift. Muscle yeah. rub on your thighs. Pull the shorts up high yeah. if you need to. Whatever it takes. Um, but in addition to the full kit wank, which I said, we usually do a game since we don't have any games. We're doing this just as a Halloween party. Uh, but you're not limited to full kit. You can wear a Pam Hupp costume <laughs> uh, or any Halloween costume. Uh, but there will be a prize for the best Pam Hupp. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's Sarah. There will be <laughs> that's a prize. Just already done. There will be a prize for... Uh, the best full kit wanker or worst, depending on how you judge. Yes. Um, and we might have a few other categories. I mean, I know a couple of people have said something about going as Ted Lasso or coach beard. Uh, that's going to be like the costume yeah. this year, isn't it? Or, or just a Richmond player. You know, I, I hope we see some, uh, Roy Kent and uh, some, all you do is just walk around and go. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then, you know, whatever else you want to come up with, uh, if somebody wants to dress, I think I'm going to go as Keely. You could go as Keely. You, you got the body for it. Thanks. Uh, if somebody wants to dress up as, I don't know, CXO Matt Seaback, that would also be great. Not going to lie. I've been looking for this shirt. I was planning <laughs> on it, but since he's not going to be there. Yeah, he's not going to be there. So somebody There's dress no up point. like him and we'll give you the mic and you can answer questions as if you were Matt Seaback. Matt Baker just creamed his pants. That could be. <laughs> also, Matt Baker, bring a change of pants. <laughs> Change of, uh, no, change of uniform. Change of uniform. Uh, we are going to have fun that night, though, in addition to the full kit wanker, uh, which, by the way, shout out to Soccer Master. Soccer Master always supports us in this event uh, because if you need to fill out your full kit, there's no better place to go than Soccer Master. This is true. Uh, and you could recoup that spending. Uh, Soccer Master is giving away a swag bag with some city merch in it, uh, some Soccer Master stuff, and a $25 gift card to Soccer Master. So It's pretty awesome. This is especially key to all of you parents out there that have youngsters playing the game. $25 goes a long way at Soccer Master for new boots or shin guards or balls or whatever you need. So You can get everything there for soccer. It's, it's fantastic. Yes. It's almost like they master soccer. They do. Uh, and they've also become a big partner with St. Louis FC. Or, God damn it. One of these days. They were a big partner with St. Yes. Louis FC. Now they've switched allegiances to St. Louis City SC. And they've actually got a bunch of big pink wallpaper in their window. So that's cool. You can drive by and you can see, oh, what's that big pink thing? Oh, it's obviously Is St. Louis. City. The one on Manchester or the South County or both? The one up, up on Mid Rivers by me. It's, I it's think they've pink. all put some stuff up in the window. That's cool. So. I haven't been in Manchester or South County. I don't leave the house anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to mention also about Second Shift. Libby wants me to remind you that they do have some food trucks there this weekend. Uh, well, Gorilla Street Food is inside like they normally are, mm-hmm. and the Sando truck is going to be there. Oh my! Until around three. So if you want to get there early, there's nothing. Our event starts at six, but you can get there early, have a few beers, have a have a sandwich, or have some Gorilla Street Food. Um, they do have multiple events going on that day. Yes. So first things first, it is pretty much closed to the general public that day because of these events. Inside, we'll have the Lego Bar, which is amazingly cool. Yeah. If you're in a, but you have to have tickets for that. Yeah. That's a special event. But we still can go in and use the restroom. Right. If you go inside to use the restroom, wear a fucking mask. That is a courtesy. That is a good thing to do. It's a kind thing to do. And it's a Libby thing to do. Yes. So wear your goddamn mask if you go inside. We will be outside on the patio. Libby says you don't have to have proof of vaccination to be outside on the patio. And you won't have to wear your mask unless it gets really super crowded and we're all right on top of right. each other. Right. But bring your mask. Like right. Mitch said, if you need to go into, they're going to have a bartender outside, but if you need to go in to get a beer or if you need to go to the restroom, you're going to have to wear your mask inside the facility. So There's also the Young Democrats having an event there at the same time. So while I know there's a lot of crossover between the two groups, <laughs> look for the people in 
full kids. <laughs> the, the assholes are your people. <laughs> <laughs> the ones looking like a bunch of idiots. Yes. That that's us. So come out and have some fun. It's six till uh, basically whenever Libby tells us to leave. You know what? You know what would be really neat. What? If they made some sort of variant on Bruligans. That would be cool. For that day. That would be cool. So cool, in fact, Libby's going to do that. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, it's a brand new, never-before-seen variety. So far, we've had original Bruligans, we've had Bruligans Double Dry Hop, and we've had Bruligans Key Lime. Uh, this one, I don't want to give away too much about it, but... It is it is club-appropriate. It's going to have a certain hue to it. Almost a Pantone color, too. Almost. Not quite. Probably not, if we match it up. Not exactly, accurate. But, but then again, printers can't do that either. That's true, so. yeah. Pintone. It's Pintone. Pintone. Oh. Yes. Um, but I am, I did post a, a picture on the Twitters and on the Facebook event page. And if you can guess what the flavor of the beer is, if you're the first one to guess correctly, I will buy you a beer at the event. Pink grapefruit. <laughs> but I do want to say people are guessing like stout or, you know, amber ale. Yeah. It's not. It's a variant. It's it's still the New England IPA. Bisected IPA, I think is what it was originally called. It doesn't matter. It's Bruligans. It's not yeah. a stout. It's, it's a not session. a wheat. It's not a Bavarian. It's not a lager. It's not anything but Bruligans. It's Bruligans, but it's a flavored, flavored Bruligans. So if you can guess the flavor... Uh, and you're the first one to do so correctly, I will buy you a beer Saturday night. You know what? I'll buy the second one. Well, there you go. So get your guesses in on the Twitters and on the Facebooks. And I don't know if Sarah might have done it on Instagram. I think she did. Okay. I, I can't remember. It's been busy. I haven't really paid attention to things. So that's on Saturday. In fact, I see you are drinking a second shift beer right now. I am. I'm drinking their Oktoberfest. And it is quite tasty. So good. Speaking of uh, beers, did you see what? What I have over there on the counter? No, I didn't see. Chateau Le Douchebag came back out. <laughs> well, there you go. That's one of my favorite beers of all time. That's another second shift. Uh, oh, my God. Delicious one you so can try. So good. Uh, I know a lot of you guys like sours, and a lot of you were hoping this Bruligans was going to be a sour. It's not, but they do have sours available at second shift. And if Chateau Le Douchebag is on on <laughs> on tap on tap on Saturday, you should try one. I'm going to drink gallons. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a, that's a hearty endorsement from our friend Mitch. Uh, no, also, really. uh, I do want to mention parking is always an issue at sh- Second Shift, and since they've got two big events, they have opened one of the technically new- three. Well, yeah, kind of three. Uh, the neighbor parking lot is going to be open for us, and I'm sure there will be signs. Y- you'll figure it out. Uh, but there will be more parking that is normally available for Second Shift. So, just a heads up. Okay, uh, then I want to mention, speaking of service and things we're giving back to the community, the following Saturday, the 23rd, uh, Marquette Park, which is the spot where they started that new futsal court, you know, they unveiled it, I don't know, last week, a week before. It is super cool looking. Very cool. Um, Emoja and the Dutchtown and Marquette Park organizations are having a cleanup, so they want people to show up around 9 a.m., Going to kind of, you're going to be assigned an area, and we're just going to pick up trash, make it look nicer, and then they're going to have some kind of uh, football festival after that. So, more information as we get it, but uh, pencil that in. Maybe next Saturday, you want to help with that, especially if you can't do this Saturday. You know, I get it; everybody's weekends are busy, but maybe you can do one or the other. In addition to all that, wow, there are academy games both weekends here in town. Now, we won't be able to do, well, some of us won't be able to do Saturdays because we'll be doing Thieves stuff. Uh, but at Creevecore Park on Saturday, the U-17s are taking on FC Dallas. Now, the U-16s might have a game. It's not an official game, but sometimes they just do a doubleheader because they're there. Uh, then on Sunday, the U-16s are taking on the Michigan Jaguars. So, <laughs> Or Jaguars, if you're Rocco. Jaguars. And then also the following weekend, there are more games. So we will be, of course, tweeting those out so you guys know what's going on. But you can also check those out at the City City SC website. Games galore. Many games. Okay. Oh, Open Cup. Go ahead. I forgot. I was hoping you wrote it down. Well, we know Maritza is still in it because 
they their game last round was forfeited, so they automatically go into the next round. But they're playing away on the 16th in New Jersey. So it's Frederick, New Jersey, or Frederick High School in somewhere in New Jersey. Anyway, it's a long way away. So good luck to Maritza. Go, Hopefully, go, go do it. Hopefully they can put a team together. I mean, I know for all these small teams, it's been really tough. I mean, not only with COVID and putting your squads together, but traveling. It's very expensive to take an entire team to New Jersey. I'm a team. And, they're yeah, they're not making any money. So good luck to Maritza. Uh, we're, we're rooting for you. And I love the Open Cup. The Open Cup's the It's best. so fantastic. Which. Even though MLS is trying to yeah. kill it. Uh, the new tournament with Liga Amakis, which is good, that's fine, but Don Carver was quoted as saying, we'll have to figure out how Open Cup fits in. Open Cup should be a priority. No, you figure out how you fit into the Open yeah. Cup, not the other way around, Dick. If this thing with the, the Liga MX, if every game is going to be in the U.S., though, I'm sure it will be. That's. I would love to go watch my team play in Mexico. That'd, exactly. That'd oh, that would be amazing. We'd we'd lose people. Go to Gu- Guadalajara. We'd and... lose people. We'd lose Luligans down. There. I mean, it'd be, well, it'd be amazing. Is that intentional or yeah. by accident? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know we, what I mean. It's and like, maybe well, maybe the tournament will evolve. But but we know these tournaments typically get played in America because there's money exchanging hands. But to, to me, then it's not a it's not a real tournament. No, you, it's, it's not. You, you're stacking the deck. You're it, well. In some of the cities, the Mexican fans will outnumber the American fans. Oh, definitely. So, I, I don't. I just it's a cash grab, and I don't like it. Well, I I will reserve judgment. We'll see how. I don't it, like it because you're try, you're saying we'll see how the Open Cup fits in. I don't like that. that. Is the yes. Mm-hmm. But I will reserve judgment on this new tournament until we see how it works yes. in practice. Yes, but be courteous to the Open Cup, dickhead. Yes, always respect the Open Cup. Um, want to mention real quickly merch. We got new stickers, new magnets. Um, we will have those at Second Shift this weekend if you're wanting some of those. Um, and shirts. We've got a new shirt coming. Now, we do. Mitch needs to take off like three days from work so he can do all the Luligan work <laughs> we've got for him. Uh, but... The new pre-orders for the new shirt are going to be going up soon. I think people will like them. When do we want to put those up anyway? Uh, we again, haven't really talked about it. Whenever you want to, bud. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but our friends at uh, Belleville Screen Printing will be doing the printing again, but we're going to handle the pre-orders this time. And um, be on the lookout for that is what I'll say. Yep. So I like them. Yeah. I like them a lot. And for those of you who are wanting a certain color shirt, I think, this will be the time you can get one of those. Green? I think the green is the only color we're not doing the new shirt <laughs> I think in. So. Uh, but there will be options. Let's just say that. We're a rainbow. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Um, news and notes since our last podcast. Uh, John Hackworth was made official. <laughs> the worst kept secret. And- <laughs> yeah, I mean, Athletic broke the news like six months ago. <laughs> but now he's officially the director of coaching. Coach Beard. He does look, he's resurfaced with a new look. Yep. I was, I did not recognize him. When I didn't I first either. Saw him. I was like, is that Coach Beard for, yeah, like, oh my not, God, no, it's Hack. That's not the John Hackworth I know. Yeah. But looks good. And I saw him out there at the uh, Academy Games there, and I went out last, last weekend, yeah. wh- whenever it was. And uh, he's on the sidelines getting into it. And let's be honest, he brings winning soccer traditions. He does. Um, Official title, Director of Coaching, and he's explained a couple of times in a couple different formats that he's going to kind of be over all of the coaches from the academy all the way up to probably not over the head coach of the senior team, but working with the head coach of the senior team, making sure they're all on the same page, making sure if coaches have questions, he can kind of make that a transition for everybody. So as Lutz has said, he wants a 14-year-old in the system today to be able to step into the senior team and know what he's doing. So Hack is going to be kind of in charge of all that. Um, I would not be shocked to see him really get hands-on with the new MLS Reserve League, the MLS 2, whatever you want to call it, the third division league. Mm -hmm. 
Um, obviously, he's had a lot of success there uh, coming from Louisville most recently. And, you know, he's a really good coach. And I mean that in the technical sense of coach. He can work with the youth. He can, you know, teach them things. And I think this position is really good for him, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a little more hands-on. Some people have said uh, maybe the head coach of the senior team. I don't think that's really his bailiwick. I think he's more younger developing players. I mean, he was a youth national team coach. That's that's where yes. he did it. In his and he, did, he was a head coach at Philadelphia Union. So, I mean, it's not completely out of his realm, but he established the Philly Academy. He was the Philly youth coach, and he stepped up to fill in the senior mm-hmm. team coach. Uh, but, yeah, I think his expertise is with that younger group. And again, this is something we talked about a long time ago. He's one of those guys that knows everybody in U S soccer. He's got contacts everywhere as as the youth U S national team coach. He knows the different academies. He knows the different coaches. Um, and he's going to have a lot to say and a lot of insight for Lutz as Lutz is trying to build both a roster and a coaching staff, how the MLS works and how U.S. soccer works. I think he's a great guy on the inside for that stuff. Can't argue. I mean, honestly, I can't, I've, not, I've said three words to, to, to John Hackworth. So, I mean, I've not, I don't know the guy. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, good game, coach. Okay. And I think it was after uh, the 1-1 draw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, you know, but I mean. Yeah, no, no. So it seems a decent enough dude. Speaking of youth and uh, and USL, yes. Did you see the news that happened this past week? Axel ah, Axel the, Kai, the thirteen year old. Yeah, for yeah. Real Monarchs, thirteen years, two hundred eighty two days. And, and if you see the picture of this kid, he's a big kid. He's a big kid. He does not look thirteen. Years no, old. he does not. I just thought that was crazy. It's did like, I, did anyone remember when Lazio signed that? 17 year old a couple of years yeah. ago yeah and he looked like he was 35 yeah old. yeah like he just come out of a coal mine <laughs> this this 13 year old kid i think he is six one and he's a he's, he's a got beast. a body it's not like he's a, a tall boy yeah, yeah. And, and he's square too he's yeah. developed it's not you know gangly. wait is he from the dominican republic because we know how you know <laughs> his his birth certificates with albert pools <laughs> right. is somewhere um but no congrats to him and I mean, this is where soccer's going, kids. You know, we've got some young players on our U17, U16 teams. Um, speaking of which, I, I'll mention, I did say Sarah, Sarah and I went out to the Academy Games last week, and at halftime, I just started talking to this couple who was standing next to me, and at, at some point I said, okay, you've got to be parents, you know, because you're here, you're really into the game. They were telling me names of kids out mm-hmm. there because I don't know these kids, you know. And... You know, sure enough, I just happened to be standing next to Aaron Hurd's parents, which he, a lot of people know that name. He was one of the leaked early Academy people, um, has quite a reputation, was in the Philly Academy. He's a very young kid. He's playing up. And uh, it was interesting talking to them, getting the parents' perspective of high-level Academy players. Mm-hmm. Their other son is actually in the Houston Dynamo Academy, and the dad had just flown in from Houston after watching the other son play. Jesus. Uh, and they also have a daughter back at home in, I, I, I'm, I could be wrong, but I think it's the Maryland area. And she is a very high-level high school girls soccer player who's probably going to go on and play college soccer. So these poor parents crisscross the nation to see their different kids play. But again, they, you know, they want to give their kids their best shot and they want to support their kids in their dreams. And that's what it's taking. But I would love to get them or maybe some other Academy parents on the, on the podcast at some point to talk about what they go through as a family. Cause airports. Uh, yeah. It seems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I only got to talk to them for, you know, like 10 minutes, mm-hmm. 15 minutes during halftime, but very, very interesting people. And, um, uh, yeah, I came away from just talking to them exhausted because <laughs> they do a lot of traveling and they make the, Gardeners and Carvers yeah. look seven. <laughs> yeah. And they actually, at halftime, Aaron got subbed off because, you know, they're trying to cycle kids in and get everybody a look. And, and they, they you know, waved goodbye and they headed out because I'm sure they were flying back home. Yeah. to Trying to get, try get an early flight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because, I mean, that is a rough life. But 
God love them for supporting their kids and helping them follow their dreams. Uh, but that very interesting conversation. And I would love to get Academy kids, parents on the pod just to talk about that. Aspect oh, absolutely. Um, Cause we did talk about some of the things like that we've talked about uh, the overhyping of kids and the, some people get too negative on the kids. And if you get a chance, listen to the, the new city podcast, the city voice. It's not really a podcast though. Cause it's only on the app. You can't just download it and listen to it. Where more show, are. just say a show. Yeah. A show. Um, they talk about mental health this week and, and social media was a big part of the show. Um, you know, striking that balance between just being a 14 year old kid, but also a 14 year old kid that people are watching and putting expectations on and you can have a bad day. And you know, do you get too down with that? Or there are idiots on social media who will tell a kid, Oh, you're washed up or, you know, like horrible, horrible thing. I mean, we all know social media can be toxic, toxic. Uh, but also the flip side of that, you know, Oh, you're the best thing ever. You're going to be a pro. You're the next messy or, you know, whatever. That's also really hard for a kid to live up to too. So it was a great conversation, like a brief conversation, but, um, that's one of the bonuses of going out to these Academy kid games. You can actually talk to parents. You can talk to coaches. You can talk to, you know, a bunch of different people about what's going on out there. So highly recommended. And also give the city voice podcast a listen. Like I said, it's a little hard cause it's only on the app, but good for in the car or at your desk or something. Yeah. But then if you pick up your phone to check your email, then it turns it off because oh. you flipped out of the app and that's true. So they need to get it to a downloadable format. So, but it's a good show by the way. I am not doing that. Okay. Don't. I got enough things to do. <laughs> uh, all right, now all I've got left is some news and notes from around American soccer. Uh, I won't listen to it, and it's not a slight on them, but it's the same reason why I don't listen to Alexi Lalas, and it's the same reason why I don't listen to Grant Wall. These guys have access to mainstream media. To me, podcasting was started by amateurs. It was, that, it was, a, it was a form of media for, for just guys who got in the basement and just talk shit. It, it was not a medium for me for people yeah. who have access to mainstream media. And I think once the popularity of podcasts came around... Everybody had to do then, one. Then, yeah. you know, Alexi Lalas is doing a podcast. Well, it's no offense, dude. I have to listen to you on Fox Sports 1 as it is. You know? I <laughs> <laughs> See, I agree with that to an extent. I do think that, you know... Uh, you know, when NPR did the thing about that Syed kid who was, un, you know... in Huh? Serial. Yeah, that's what it's called. Serial. You know, it was an NPR show, but they made a podcast out of it. That was good because I didn't get to listen to the show originally. Fine with that. But like you said, when it's somebody that has, you know, we can turn on the TV and see all the time. Mm -hmm. They're quoted all the time in, in articles. You've spoken. Yeah, I, that, that's just, but that's just my opinion. No, I, mean, I, I agree because... You know, and like I listened to the Grant Wall one with uh, about Freddie Adu. He's, but he started that after he got laid off from Sports Illustrated. Yep. <laughs> you know yep. what? He started doing that because he, because you know, for a while, me, me and Grant Wall were the same. We were running, <laughs> we were unemployed with a shitty soccer podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and, and and I, I bet he doesn't keep it up as much now. He's got a job with CBS. Yeah. Here, here's what I'll say about, let's just say, team run podcasts or team run media obviously it's always going to be a bit of a rah-rah you know they're never going to say ne anything negative they're never going to criticize the team or criticize the coach which is fine you know that's what we're here for mm -hmm. um but i will get i'd concerned. like i'd like not to we did it for four <laughs> years guys. no shit <laughs> i'd like uh, not to but i do i do worry sometimes when and i'm not saying this is true of city at all i'm just saying in general, in general yeah uh, teams will start a podcast and that will become their official podcast. And then they quit letting coaches or players go on mm -hmm. independent podcasts because, oh, well, we'll put you on our podcast. I think you still have to support the independent podcast because I still think you're going to get something there that you, not even that you won't get from the team, but that you can't get from the team. Now, I think it was great. They interviewed, you know, the coaches about mental health. I think there were some good insights there, but Again, I think you get more from a objective, an objective voice asking those questions. Concur. So, that's all I would say. But we're not objective. 
Well, we're not objective. No, but I mean, I'm, and I've, I've said, I said this to 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 one of the the city SC guys. You know, speaking, I said, if we have a guest on the pod, we're not going to sit there and railroad him or embarrass him or yeah. just just have gotcha questions. We're genuinely interested in what they have to say about this game because they they we, we're fans and they're professionals, and I, I want to. Make listen, that bridge. I want to listen to someone who's really in the know about no. this game, what they have to say, because I'm, I'm interested. And but I, I also think that we will ask questions that someone who works for this post-dispatch who suddenly all of a sudden been told they've got to cover soccer yeah. won't be able to ask. They, they, they don't know what to ask yet. The other the other downside to that is, and, and we've seen it already, I mean, which just is a nature of moving up the ladder, I would say. Um at St. Louis FC, we could do a lot of things. We could get a player on. We wouldn't even go through the coaches. or go We could through. get an owner on. <laughs> we could get an owner on. We'd ask for his cell phone but uh, a lot of, uh, training. You know? A lot of times, Jeremy would like text us the next morning, oh, why didn't you tell me you were going to have you know Corey Herzog on or, or whatever? Like, well, we just reached out to Corey and he could be on the show. Now everything's got to go through the official chain. PR. PR. And... Not only will the person show up, but the PR person's got to show up to make sure nothing is said that shouldn't be said. Can't have it here. Can't do it here. Can't do it there. Can't, you know, it, it changes things. Um, and and I think the thing that and I get it. I'm not saying I it's do, bad, but, but I also think it's disappointing because I think the fans lose out on that. That there's an opportunity to get an honest, it takes real away. conversation, and now it just becomes plastic. Yeah, it takes away from the authenticity a little bit. Yeah, and it, and it, that was one of the you know, Alan Ball used to always say: we we have to make this authentic, or else it's not real. And and again, I get it's bigger, I get it's MLS, but that's also kind of the problem: is that that's how you make yourself special and endearing. But somebody sitting on the couch in your basement having a beer can forget for a moment and just talk soccer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the mics go away. The headphones go away. It's just five people just sitting here shooting the shit. Now, when your PR person is sitting in a chair right next to you, you can't forget that. No. And, and again, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it's different. It's the environment. Right. And you have to adapt to your environment. And that's just something that we'll have to deal with as we go we, forward yeah, we, we've we've got to process that not them it's, it's oh yeah just no the, it's, yeah 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 and, and and the listeners will have to as well you know but i think you, you do lose something you, you know you guys aren't as uh, intense as you were with jeremy well yeah. we we can't be anymore yeah um or or we can ask those questions but we won't get the answers that we used to get yeah well it's part of the game and it's all part of the game and you play <laughs> two halves and at the end of 90 minutes it's yeah. part of the game but i mean that's just the nature of of moving up the ladder it is i mean we've said it before you know after the games at st louis fc you know i could throw you in over the boards and he would go run around with the players and jump on their shoulders and now i'll get tased (laughs) and yeah now if he steps foot on the grass he will get tased um (laughs) birds sitting there going hmm i just throw him over (laughs) (laughs) again it's not better or worse it's just different so that's all i got but again if we like if I took you into Columbus tonight, whether he couldn't do that, then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it just, is what it is. It is what it yeah. is. You know? So. you know what? You know what else is different? What Newcastle's ownership? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right, go ahead and talk about it. Get it yeah, out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a billionaire. Yeah, but you know what? It's also dirty as shit. <laughs> And that's the that's that, a weird thing. Now I kind of understand what Manchester United fans went through with Ronaldo with being a rapist. You're happy for the your judge team. has dismissed the case. He admitted it in the document. <laughs> the judge has dismissed the case. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, um, but but that's it. You know, it's like again, we know the Saudis are one of the worst human rights countries in the world. They're yeah, allies, man. We know we're we're buds with them. Yeah, yeah but we're friends yeah. with them. Don't write don't write an article. This is a little critical of the royal family. Right, <laughs> you yeah. may get whacked. We know that oil is blood money. Yeah. We know it is. But you know, Abramovich probably is off people. I mean, sta- I mean, Walmart 
Stan Kroenke. Yeah, <laughs> slave, I don't say he's off people, but but that's slave wages. Yeah, you know? yeah. He, he hasn't off people because it's not illegal. He hasn't yeah. paid. He hasn't. But that's it too. I mean, that's the but other I thing. It's, I, it's a legality but, thing. You, you know, know th- we, we we laughed before we started on the mic, and, and I said to you, the only reason why Mike Ashley hasn't committed crimes against humanity is because he's not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. You know, it is. He, he would an, work. He would work those guys in the sports direct warehouse to death yeah. if he could yeah, get away. With absolutely, it. he would. And Amazon has tried that here. Yeah. To a certain extent, yeah. I, don't get me wrong. I'm still ordering things from Amazon, but you know it, it is Just like a Newcastle jersey. <laughs> <laughs> nope, can't get one on there. Uh, but that is kind of it, it's like, unfortunately, it is the norm. And yeah. Mike Ashley would have hunted man if he could. You know that's that he is a terrible person. You know, and as 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 much as I, you know, speak ill of MLS and the the league ethos, uh, you know that it. it pre- glass ceilings and yeah. no consequences for losing anything you know the the premier league is just as much on the other extreme yeah oh, it yeah. is a complete outlier it I, i'm convinced the that bubble is going to burst well, Pre- premier league ownership is the squid game where yeah, it, is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is. it completely is though you're right it is because it, it was a, it's an arms race yeah it is literally the cold war arms race and where can you go from Oil-rich states owning your clubs. Where yeah. can you go from that? And, and, and it, for me, it's kind of exciting because nobody wanted to go to play in fucking Newcastle. They want to be in London. They want to be in Manchester, maybe Liverpool. Nobody wants to go up to the north. It's 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 not the it's not a glamorous place to be. But now we can pay extra to get that. You but know. you know, but you know what? Nobody wants to go to Newcastle until they get there. Newcastle is a top city, man. It's it's very St. Louis-ish. If no, when, when people say supporting oh, go- a losing team for well, no, 50 no, years. people say I'm going to St. Louis, and people will go, Ugh. but people stick around here. Yeah. yeah, you know it is a good town. It's a good sports town. It's down to earth. And say what you want about the Mike Ashley years, but even before that, they supported their team. Oh yeah, and, and, and St. James Park would get. 50,000 people every week. Well, so, so it's funny because now they announced earlier this week every single away ticket for this weekend's game against Burnley or whoever it is sold out. They haven't done that in like six, seven years because yeah. Ashley drove this into the ground. And they are, are you sure the Shake just didn't buy them all? No. <laughs> no, this one's actually legitimate. And, okay. and that's the thing. You're seeing people online saying, yeah. I'm so happy to go back. It was good, gave, to see, good to see the people celebrating yeah. outside St. James Park. They're, they're, and, you know, people gave up their season tickets that their family had had for decades because of how bad Ashley yeah. ran it into the ground and raped the facilities to profit. Which, going back, those of us who were around when Mike Ashley first bought the team. Oh, he was the coolest. He was, he in, was the, in the supporters section with his shirt off having and, a beer. Yeah. And he was like one of us. This guy is a true fan. Newcastle fan. He's going to, you know, spend and, you know, it reminds me of when us Arsenal fans were like, oh, thank God Kroenke bought it instead of Usmanov. Oh, so so you're saying that everyone's enthusiastic about their owners at the beginning? <laughs> well, I'm, is that what you're saying? Now, no, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I, our owners are are true St. Louis royalty, and they would never do us wrong, never. Uh, and and Carolyn does not have to come into the supporter section and drink beer. She no. doesn't want to. It's probably better for her safety yeah, that she probably, doesn't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> but. But yeah, I mean, but it is, it's that thing, you know, and, and it's an arms race now, you know, it's like, oh, well, you had Chelsea who spent ridiculously in the early 2000s and, yeah. you know, and PSG today is just throwing cash everywhere. Yeah. And it is, it's, you know, Real Madrid did for a while. There's a cycle of who can be the richest club. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to get more rich than Saudi well, money. And we joke about it when, when we were trying to get an MLS team and when other cities were and... It was always like, well, you have to have an owner worth X amount of dollars. And, you know, oh, it's all about the billionaires and blah, blah, blah. Well, now, like, $2 billion, that's nothing. Yeah. you got to have $640 billion if you want to be a make a splash in the Premier League. Yeah, and because well, that's the thing, too. You know, Newcastle's, what, 18th in the league right now? I yeah. mean, we're in the relegation zone. You're going to have to spend at the transfer window to yeah. get this team decent. you got to get rid of Steve Bruce as soon as possible. But who are you going to get to replace them? Yeah, all because this stuff doesn't happen team. overnight. It, it yeah. may take another off season before you guys 
Yeah. Oh, but but you know what? Where where you wouldn't have gone to Newcastle three weeks ago if you're a, a manager with a bit of nouse about him, and you've all of a sudden got a gonna have a budget, book, yeah, yeah, checkbook and go, all right, yeah, I can work with this, yeah, yeah, no, it totally is, and and that's what I'm curious to see what happens. But again, at the same time, I still feel kind of dirty. And and you know what I'm really looking forward to? I love when City cries poor. Oh, I love it. You know, well, we just can't compete anymore. Well, now you really got somebody that can spend some money. Yeah, because you know. They they, they well, whine about everything. Well, and, and City is another one. They were oh, a yeah. poor club until oh yeah yeah billionaires oh, came. Oh, Manchester City are a championship team that won the lottery. They, they are <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now we are. I mean, this is really the same thing. You know, City won the hundred million dollar lottery. We won the six hundred million dollar lottery. Billion. Billion. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it I again it, even taking my Newcastle ship out of this. Yeah. I'm really curious as to how this turns on the league because you already had the Super League or whatever you call it a year ago or six months ago. What I'd like to say is the financial fair play rules should keep everything status quo. You mean like a salary cap in the NFL? But we know nobody pays attention to the financial fair play rules if you've got money. The smaller clubs pay attention to the financial fair play rules because... They don't have any extra money to spend. The bigger clubs figure out a way around it. They get out of the penalties that FIFA and UEFA impose upon them. Um, Here, here's a here's an airplane for you. Look yeah. the other way. So we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah, I, I mean, that'd be good to see somebody new in the top four. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a while. You know, all I ask for, I ask for two things out of this this new ownership. Let's get back to Adidas kits. <laughs> Because with this crap shit brand that we have now, that's not even yeah. It was Puma Sports before. Direct, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there are some bizarre brands like them. Rangers and Wolves have got those kits, and I've never seen yeah. that emblem before. Yeah. yeah, it's some like sports wear company that yeah. is now getting into it. It'd be basically like Champion making stuff, I guess. I don't Capelli. know. Yeah, exactly. You know, so get back to that, and if there's a, any sort of social justice involved in this. Give me the Newcastle Brown Air logo back on the front. If they did that, that would be baller. I mean, I mean, it's Heineken money now, yeah. so they could afford to do I it. I would even say, you know what? I don't care. We don't. You don't have to pay anything. We'll right. do it for free. That would be the cool thing. I just yeah. want that logo back on the front of the that shirt. That would be cool. An Adidas shirt, that logo back. You just see Mitch, he's like pining for Philip Albert to be chipping Peter Schmeichel in five mm. win against. I'm just glad he's sitting under a table because I don't want to know what's going on down there. But, you know, it took City a good five years to, to get. Oh, to yeah. oh yeah. It'll Absolutely. take a while. It'll take a while. But, but, but money like that can't accelerate. But, but it'll get, you they'll do, get there. They you, will get there. And you do, like you said, all of a sudden, somebody who had never considered Newcastle before, hmm, maybe that's not a bad place to go. Uh, we know the fans are great. I mean, you've said the city's a nice city. Um, no, I said it's a good city. <laughs> it's a good city. If you want a good night out, right. it's a good city. <laughs> but the Chav Central. But the before bit, Friday night in the big market, dude. My mm-hmm. goodness, you see, no matter what the weather is, short skirts, high heels. It, no matter, it could be minus ten. Great city. <laughs> great city in that respect. <laughs> you know, there's about fifteen guys yeah. out there right now going, hmm. Book my trip to Newcastle. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess the only other big city news that came out last week was uh, the parking garage. <laughs> People lose their absolute fucking shit over parking garages. Guess what, guys? There's going to be a parking garage. And it's going to have a pink balcony. It's going to have a pink balcony, which evidently maybe you can see the game from. I don't know. I mean, I guess they'll rent it out for parties and shit. Uh, there's a giant pink stairway on the side of it. That, that I, that That's kind of fresh. It. Yeah. Uh, it's going to have 50 bikes parking spots. So my friend Matt, when he wants to cycle from St. Charles to downtown St. Louis for the game. I could do it. I know you could. I, I see it. the numbers. I could do it. I follow you on Strava. Yeah. <laughs> you don't put it on Strava, it doesn't happen. That's right. That's right. Um, they've got uh, like 100 electric car charging terminals, which That's is awesome. cool. Um, and the, f- the first floor is going to have retail space. I know... When the thing first came out, they didn't mention retail space and people lost their shit. 
There is going to be retail space. And it was part of the original plan. Yeah, I just think it wasn't in the first story about it. Yeah. Uh, It's going to have doors that open up, so they have like little pop-up places, like little outdoor kind of things. Um, I think it'll be kind of cool, but guys, you knew they they were going to have to put a parking garage in. It's not that big. It's only like four stories tall. I think it only holds like 400 cars. But they were going to have to create some new parking. Yeah, it's between Union Station, Keel Center, or whatever, Enterprise Center, and this building, that's a lot of foot traffic that is going to take up a lot of those spots. It's just math. And there there still are other places you can park. And it's not... You know, it's not like a gigantic parking garage that's taking up a whole city block. It's, it's not even close to the size of the ones down by Bush no, Stadium. No, no, no. So, I mean, I get it. People who live downtown hate the parking lots. They hate the parking garages because sometimes they're not really usable during the week. But I think this will be... Again, it's right by Union Station. Yeah. That they need... And some people just are going to have to drive in and park. Yeah. So that's just the way it is. So I'm sorry if you don't like it, but it could be worse. That's what it is. Yep. Um, Do we want to touch on the NWSL debacle? How about this? Okay. We'll just talk. The championship is going to be in Louisville. This is. Okay. This is. Yeah. That is a great story to talk about. And you should go support the NWSL and the players. I'm, I'm legitimately considering going down for the, for that championship. And, if you haven't been to Lynn family stadium, it's a great, great stadium. stadium. It's an amazing so, stadium. Uh, and I just will say the commissioner has resigned, but we all know the problem is much deeper than one person. Mm-hmm. And NWSL needs to get their shit together. They need to support their players. They need to take allegations of abuse, sexual, physical, emotional, financial abuse. Seriously. And investigate this shit and clean up their house. And not not only that, but set precedents. Yes. Because it's happened once. It can happen again real easily. There are multiple stories yeah. coming out about it, how bad it's been. It's not just one person. It's not just one team. And there are some good stories. And I know a lot of women have had very positive experiences in the NWSL. But a lot of women have had nightmare stories in the NWSL. They have PTSD from it. That's my, my careers big, cut short because they could not deal with the abuse they were. My, they were my biggest takeaway is that that it was reported and it was swept under the rug. Yes. yes, it yes. wasn't like they they just found out themselves last week. And they, these coaches found jobs elsewhere in new markets, and it reminded me a lot of the Catholic situation. Yes, yes, where a priest would get caught and they would just shuffle him off to a new parish and not tell the new parish mm-hmm. about the problems, and. There are coaches who have worked in the NWSL and coaches, managers, owners <laughs> who have serially abused players. And you, you gotta you gotta clean that shit up. You just have to. Period. And, and the the hard part for me is that this happens in the workplace already. Oh yes. yes. You know, it, I worked at a job where there was an abusive manager and everybody knew it and nobody did anything about it until. He did it to the wrong person, and then everybody right. reacted and set things in place. Hopefully, this will be the this was not, iceberg. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I hate that these players went through this, but this is where sweeping changes and processes and facilities have to be put into place to ensure this never happens again. And if it does, swift justice is taken. Yeah. Because th- this dude just needs to be shot. I mean, and the people that swept it under the rug, that's criminal to me. Yeah. Like, you can't ignore these kind of problems just for the sake of a victory. Yeah. And you can't just fire the commissioner and pretend like everything's fine. Yeah. That doesn't fix the problem. And, and, and let's be honest. Yes, she's ultimately responsible, but... It was happening before she got there. Yep. And if they don't change it, it's going to continue to happen after she's gone. Yeah. It, she's taken the blame for people underneath her, including the ownership, yep. flaunting their disregard so get your shit together um (laughs) the only other thing i have for us to talk about is our friends over in charlotte (laughs) can we i think this is just going to be a recurring segment of what a clown show charlotte is this one 
maybe the best. I don't know if they can top this. Precky. Even still. Precky Jr. <laughs> if Precky Jr. goes on their game show and wins a roster spot. <laughs> they're having a game show. A fucking reality TV game show. Hosted by, or not hosted by, produced by the guy who does The Apprentice and The Survivor. and Jeff, uh, I don't Mark know. Burnett. Mark Burnett. That's Mark it, Burnett, the producer. They're going to have some sort of game show where every week players get voted off and eventually whoever is the last man standing wins a professional MLS contract. Now, I'm not saying it couldn't be somebody worthy. I mean, it could. It might be the way somebody legitimate gets a legit chance. It also... And some people are saying this is no different than the Hard Knock Show or whatever. No, that's just a documentary about life in a training camp and like if it was just a show about you know starting a team right it'd be amazing if you're like i look at city right right now and they're they're trying everything to be taken seriously yeah they're building a stadium they're 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 hiring hiring a front office and soccer people they're trying everything to be like trying to be serious well, Charlotte, this is there's nothing serious about this. I mean, yes, carry on that, that Charlotte's doing. You here. do do some things to get attention and get media, but like and like I said, if it was just a show about this is what a young player goes through to try to make an MLS team, and they showed the behind the scenes. I mean, we've seen the hoop the, dreams. The, you could do this. Could be the soccer version of hoop dreams. There's tons of them. There's you know Tottenham, the Mourinho Tottenham show. Was the Amazon. The Amazon. Um, the one Arsenal was going to do but backed out of because <laughs> there's a shit show. Uh, the, the Sunderland documentary, the Leeds show. There's tons of them. And then the NFL, the Hard Knocks and all the things. NHL's doing one all yeah, access. You could do that. Yeah. But don't offer a imagine contract be, to the winner. Imagine being released from the academy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just before... You're you're in the last cuts and you get because, cut because a 24 year old apprentice welder yeah. got the fucking position instead of you. We gave Bill a rose, so he's yeah. got to stay and you're yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, seriously, what are they going to do? Hand out you know cleats every week? Yeah. <laughs> Armbands? Yeah. It's just it's a fucking joke. And, and again, it, and they're proud of it. They like they completely missed the fucking joke of it. They don't care because they see this as special. And I haven't seen their fans up in arms. Can you imagine if City announced this shit? Well, some people think it was the best thing ever. Well, but they'd be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, it's a fucking joke. And, uh, the part I can't believe MLS signed off on this. MLS is trying to be taken seriously worldwide. Mm-hmm. They want to be a global, legitimate league. league. This is Clown Mickey show. Mouse. It's yeah. MLS 1.0. It totally is. 2.0. One point. This is this is penalty shootout where you dribble up era. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, this is it's gimmicky. San Jose clash and it's you know Tampa Bay mutiny. mutiny. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Oh. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, again, there, you have so many options to make yourselves imp- impressive, and and you know even if City comes out and says road to the MLS and. They follow an academy kid, and they follow a free agent, yeah. and they follow a veteran, and they follow this guy, and here's all the people that are coming into the team. Maybe this person doesn't make it. You have these heartwarming stories. Fucking phenomenal TV. People will be glued. You have, you know, hit the trash can from 50-yard contests or else you're out. Yeah. Tep is worth $15 billion. He could sign Mo Salah. At the end he's of the, when, fun, when, yeah. when, when his Liverpool career is done. Right. He could sign Mo Salah. That, and, that is a splash. That and, will get you. And this is also, don't forget, the same team who has a $15 billion owner who also owns the NFL team, who they're going to share a stadium with, who's decided to put plastic grass down to save a few bucks and to charge PSLs on seats he already sold PSLs to for the NFL team just to make a little more cash. Fuck you, Tepper. But that's what these people do. It, yeah. It, what we were saying earlier, billionaires. It's a joke. Oh. It is. And and the worst. Tepper, Tepper seems to be Kraft that got into the league 20 years later. Again. Yeah. Don't forget. But, Tepper is the one when the, when the Black Lives Matter riots were going on. 
they preemptively took down his statue because they knew they'd come for it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, this we, is true. But not only that, you have a statue of yourself. All right, fuck off. Slash one there. I respect Fulham more by putting up a statue of Michael Jackson out front. <laughs> All day long. You know, but, it, but when you know that people are going to come after it, hello, red flag. Yeah. And, and then you do this. I mean, if I lived in Charlotte, I, I would be embarrassed. I think I should do the, the new Twitter red flag meme. <laughs> Let's have a reality show to see who our star striker is. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just a joke. I mean, honestly, every MLS team does some cringy things, and I am sure our team is going to do some cringy things. Crush this league. <laughs> exactly. They're, it just have to. Every team does cringy things. Like, even Manchester United or Arsenal, Oh yeah, they do things, and we're like, "Oh, that's not a good look." The um, one of the things I was listening to the the, the game podcast on uh, by the Times, and Henry Winter, the chief football correspondent at the Times, said, "Manchester United put out this press release. They said we have an important announcement. You know that we're going to have a serious press conference at August the twenty third, just before the Charity Shield. You know, blah blah blah." And so every newspaper from Fleet Street sent up their best, like. Uh, correspondent and they got there at the press conference. Manchester United were pleased to announce our new mascot, Fred the Red. <laughs> oh my God. You know. Right. So it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, it I get it. Even like the Blues. But Charlotte, it happens every fucking week. The Blues did it two weeks ago where they put out this thing, we're going to have a, a major announcement, major news mm-hmm. at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. today. And and the I'm inter- not a blues fan, but it was in, all in my timeline. I was right. like, whoa, what are the blues doing? I got to check in. Are they going to announce the jersey sponsor? Yeah. Are they, they going to do this? It, and it was renewing the GM's contract. And well, yes, Which it's good. It's, it's good. But it's not what they built it up to. Major yeah. breaking so, news. So anytime, it, it's getting to the point I was now. Like, I was like, did they sign Gretzky again? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it. It's he, all over my Facebook timeline. He's he back moved, in St. Louis. He moved back to St. Louis. He, but he had done He's that always all, had a house here. Right. It? He spends half the year here already. It's nothing new. But that's exactly the thing. Like if, When these teams build up yeah. major news and it's a sponsor. Overpromise, underdelivered. Yeah. It's like, no, major news is we signed so-and-so. That's now, major news. To be fair to Charlotte, having a game show to sign your first player, that's major news. Just not the way you want it to be. <laughs> Awful. It I was so awful. I was thrilled to hear it. <laughs> Bayern, Just thrilled. Bayern Munich once <laughs> announced that they were announcing their new signing, their latest signing on Facebook. Yeah. You know, so they they would put out this link and everyone was all excited, you know, you know, everyone was ready. Yeah. And it turned out that it took the person pressing the link's profile picture and put it on yeah, the, you are our famous. Right, right. It was one oh, of them kind yeah. of. You I are our fa- and and the fans were pissed. Like we're expecting right a goddamn player. <laughs> right. And see, this is the thing. This is where there's marketing and advertising people that like aren't sports people. I yeah. can see how you thought that was a good idea, but here's how it's going to go wrong. Yeah, there, there's nobody saying, oh, "Wait, hold on, yeah. hold on." So and so did this, yeah. did something similar. It's in the same vein. Yeah. Let's not do this. Yeah. I mean, it's cute that in the city app, I could make my own jersey, mm-hmm. but I'd much rather see that jersey on a real legit player. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, it's cute in the app. Yeah, yeah you it's don't, fine. You but they, don't have a press conference. They didn't to promise. It. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. They yeah. didn't over type it. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. So that's all. I, I mean, that's really all I can say about Charlotte. But again, it seems like every podcast, they've got another. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's gonna no. Be the a- good news is people will forget all about this because they'll do something horribly stupid next week. Yeah, I mean, it's, they may announce their first signing is actually like a goat. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we we well, got the did, goat. Well, remember they saved all the money by putting in the fake grass over the uh, road guys, and they spent it all on the uh, augmented reality panther yeah. <laughs> running around the stadium. <laughs> like it's like what the I forgot about fuck that? Fuck are you doing? I totally forgot about that. And then that. some. I forget. I I tweeted it when it happened, but somebody like had like a little stick figure panther like yeah. walking around. It's like nailed it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I much more enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, well, tune in next time to see what Charlotte does. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to mention our sister show, Show Up Make Noise. They've been doing some killer episodes about supporter culture. They're more active than we are. They are. They've got guests all the time. They're still excited. We're just jaded old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're about to shut this thing down and they can take over. 
but at some point, you need to get their own feed for them. If Sarah's <laughs> again, <laughs> if Sarah's going to be on Sean making noise next week, well, no, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely over. Yeah. Um, so yeah, listen to that show. I'll, I'll go ahead and put in for a vacation day next week yeah. so I can do all this little again. Yeah, get two. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, my company actually gives us a charity day. Yeah. Well, there you go. Lulligans are a charity. Done and done. I That legitimately would count. Okay. And Sweet. The, the last thing I want to mention is I want to mention congratulations to my cousin-in-law, Ben, and his uh, fiance Sandy. They did their official uh, engagement engagement photos at the stadium, and they actually got on the app. That's pretty cool. And one of those scarves in the picture? Yours. My scarf. Good job. Because they only had one, and they needed two for the photos. That's so. nice. Uh, congrats, Ben and Sandy. Uh, they are relatively new Luligans. Uh, well, they were there they for joined, the Stanley Cup game. Yeah, they joined so they that were last around. full season of yeah, St. Louis. They FC. were at every game that yeah. season, pretty much. So, and they are going to be ticket holders for St. Louis City, and they're all gung ho. And in fact, they went to Portland last weekend for a little getaway, and they went to a Timbers game, and they got a scarf that is made for dogs. It's like a small scarf, and it's got little snaps. So you snap it on the dog. And he's going to bring it back to me, and he's instructed me to get Luligan dog scarves. So we'll be looking into that. All right. So I'm also <laughs> going to start a GoFundMe for Sammy's next stomach surgery <laughs> when he eats that scarf. Well, sure. We'll super glue his on so he can't get it off. Dickhead. He's such a punk. Oh. So that's all I got. You know, it, it was Sarah-less, but we still had fun. Yeah. It's just not the same, though. But we're going to have more fun Saturday. We are. We're going to have a lot of fun Saturday. So come join us. Do the work in the morning and the play in the evening. Good things get to the rewards in the evening. That's right. Bird? I'm all out. Bird is all out. Then I guess we are too. Yep. <laughs>